read your book and then I found out about Jafar the dangerous family. And we have a, our classmates actually <laughs> called him Muhammad Jafar. So that, that just made me rethink my whole childhood. <laughs> you, know, you know, fun fact about the Jafar family, they're the only family in Lebanon that gets cocaine <laughs> in Lebanon. From Brazil. Whoa. <laughs> no, one else, no one else gets this except them. And they get it for $2 per gram. $2, 100% pure Brazilian Coke. And they make 200 grams out of each gram. 200, they mix it with shit. And they sell each gram for 100 bucks. Do the math. Fucking billionaires. <laughs> Billionaires. Oof, bro. <laughs> Are we live? Drop. Wow. We're live. <laughs> We're recording. Yeah, exactly. So, but you can go about it. We'll edit. We'll edit this out. Yeah, exactly. Publish it raw, bro. Bro, I'm a Jaffer, bro. It really changed everything once I read <laughs> that. Like, I'm a Jaffer. You're from Snoop or you're from Alba? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Snoop. Okay. No different. They're not in the Masaha Mital Balba. Malba, they're really into it. Like Bishnu, they into it, but not like Malba. That's what I Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, they're one of the the most confusing things was that these ISIS people, they're Daesh, right? They're Islamic. Yeah. They're also trafficking yeah. drugs. So how does that make yes. any sense? That makes <laughs> makes zero sense. How can you be an Bro. Islamic, you know, trying to preach Islam, conquer for oh Islam, my God. I, I, and then I lost also doing the complete opposite? What's kind of mental I lost gymnastics? My <laughs> when I saw them, like really, when I saw them do the shit they do, and then they go pray, I'm like, man, like this religion is. If they accept their prayers, <laughs> like I'm out. I don't want any part of this religion, yani. And just because it's fucked up for honestly. Like they go bomb, they go fucking uh, do horrible things, and like in the end they pray, and like it's all forgiving. Like how does that work? And yeah, the government in Lebanon was protecting them. Scoop, that's a scoop right there. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, ah, no joke. Okay, guys, <laughs> here we go. I wanted, Wait, how are they protecting buy, them? If you want to buy a phone, like I had a phone. If you saw like my video on YouTube. I took a, I did a music video in prison because like, what else are you going to do if, if you're in prison, if not be a rapper? So, and the phone <laughs> I bought was from Dash, Bro. from ISIS. Legit. Cliche. I bought a phone right there. from there so I can record my music video from them. Wait, what was the block called uh, that they were in? Block B. Block B. Yeah, I... I remember yeah. hearing about this story that uh, Block B Maruf and no, Daesh own it and they run it. True, true. I was a university right? student. Ooh. I was a university student, 19 years old. They placed me there because like, it's better for university students because like, they have a, a caliphate inside the prison and they have rules. <laughs> like You can't do drugs, you can't steal, you can't fight. So like the government, like yeah, yeah, we put them with them, with them. They're nice. They take care of you. <laughs> they, Wait, so what did, what did you learn from them, like in that situation? I learned that like I know when 
when I went in, I didn't have uh, a lot of religious knowledge. I was 19, AUB student, you know. I went in, and like the first thing that they tell me, like I'm a Shia, and they tell me like, you know, if I kill you, I go to heaven. I'm like, what's the difference? <laughs> what? Like, I don't even know. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and they say Christians are misled. They have a chance to convert or to liberate the lands. But like us, this is their uh, psychological uh, teachings. They, they're they're wow, a fucking bro. mob. They're, they have an agenda. That's very, ex that's very extreme, the way they think, to be honest. It's, like, yeah. it's not very guided in a, in a logical or sensible way. It's not, I don't think they're following Islam in the, like, to its core. No, no, no. no. It's, it's very it's, misguided. Uh, they're the they using it. it for their agenda. It's, like, it's easier to like, do more followings uh, with, when you have like, a book uh, to, to, to base it on. You, know? like, you find it in every yeah. religion. You know, like the Crusades, uh, everywhere they they find a point which is religion, and they collect the masses. You know, and if you say no, they say, "Oh my God, uh, God, you're against God. We, we will kill you." And everybody's like, you know, what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, yeah, kill him. It's against God. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Fuck that Where's the weirdest <laughs> thing that you were? Yeah, go ahead, Paco. Were you institutionalized as in like you had to wake up a certain point? Because I went to jail. I've never been to prison. And yeah. in jail, we had like we didn't have to. We just woke up to get out. And it's, like we literally made bail and got out. You went but, to bail, mm. Paco? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I've been to jail exactly. three times. Oh, wow. I've been to jail 17 times. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> after that. After, <laughs> after that. No, after that, that, that big, big prison thing. Because I, I was innocent, like I went out and after a year and a half and I was innocent, they gave me a paper saying, we're sorry for the time you spent there, uh, you're innocent. And uh, I, 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 got, I, I was like fucking, uh, I got mental, like I had a lot of issues against the government, like if I'm not going to do anything and get convicted and do time for not doing anything, fuck it, I'm going to fucking uh, spit on a cop if I see him on the street. And that's what happened. I, I had an aggression towards police, which led me to go to jail 17 times after that. Yeah. Um, do you still have that aggression towards them? Or did it uh, No, now I'm understanding like, how to like, control my emotions. And like, I, I understand like, everything happens for a reason. And I'm starting to see why God put me in this place at that time, which is helping me uh, in work, you know? Yeah, Saga, right. before we move forward, I just want to say you're fine with us disclosing and talking about all this information, your story. Uh, I know of it's course. a sensitive story. I was reading it and I felt really like hurt on the inside, to be honest. So I can't imagine what you went through. So uh, I didn't deal with my emotions yet. So like, if I talk about it, it's, it's, it's like a fucking character. It's, it's not me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have here author of Among Wolves, Behind the System. Uh, rapper Sadiq Shukir, welcome on the podcast. Thank Man, you, thank what, you for um, having me. What an um, interesting story uh, you went through. Uh, you went into the most dangerous, most corrupt prison in Lebanon, if not the whole Middle East, prison Rumia. Uh, you met up with ISIS and many, many more wolves. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I have some uh, uh, questions for you. I just want to start off, if you don't mind. <coughs> 
what police procedures are used during arrests and how do these procedures lead people to feel confused, fearful, and de dehumanized? So when they're arresting you, what do they do that makes you feel less than human? Uh, first off, uh, when I got caught, I was 19 years old. I, the system was different when the story happened to me. After that, in my book, you see how my story helped change the system. And what happened uh, rarely occurs anymore. Uh, so before that, in Lebanon, if you go to the police station and if you have a beef with somebody and you tell them, this guy sold me drugs, they would go, they would put you in jail for a year and a half minimum till you go to court and be like, where's the proof? Like, there's nothing on the mm -hmm. phone. Uh, my friend, like, he actually, he got hit to say my name because I had a nickname back then since I was 12 years old called Sako. And they saw that on his phone and he told them he's an AUB student. And they were like, oh, my God, we found the AUB student, the kingpin. And my friend was like, no, no, he's just we just smoke. They slapped him and he's like, yeah, that, that's that's the dealer. My friend like said that they got me. They got me at 2 a.m. I was at a pub. And uh, so my friend calls me. He's like, where are you at? And I'm like, yo, come, let's have a drink. Nothing suspicious at all. Just come have a drink. He came. So I was drunk. And like uh, the bartender was like, yo, there's people looking for you outside. And I thought it was like a fight or something. And I was like, who wants to suck? Oh, yo, I'm right here. And the detective just takes me and puts me in the car. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And he just slaps my face. He slaps the drunk right out of my face. And I'm like, oh shit, this is real. They take me to Habesh police station. 17 guys, detectives, slapping me around. What's your name? Pa, liar, pa. Like, they were having fun. They are having fun with me. And then, like, Ooh. they hit me with my belt, with sticks. They're like, you're a dealer. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? Like, imagine, I've never sold in my life. Hayat Allah. Never sold anything in my life. I was 19, AV student. They kept hitting me, hitting me, hitting me, telling me, you're a dealer, you're a dealer, you're a dealer. And I'm like, no, no, no. So just based on my friend, on, because my name on his phone, and um, so on. Uh... Eventually, like, they, they put me in the cell. I say a month in Hbesh, and then they transfer me to Rumi because I'm accused of dealing. At the time, uh, there was also a, a fault in, uh, with, with my parents. And you know the Wasta, you heard of the Wasta in Lebanon. During the Wasta, yeah, my dad is well connected. And uh, his friends were like, yo, we'll, we'll take care of it. Uh, he'll go out the next day. Don't worry about it. No need for a lawyer. We got, we got it. So, but like, but like my situation was smoking a joint, hashish. So, so when I go to the, the judge after the hbesh, no one was there. And even it was sketchy with the judge. It's like they made it on purpose so I get convicted for dealing. So then they'd go back to my dad and ask for 50K, you know, because like smoking 15 days, a thousand maybe. 
but when it's dealing, it's 50K. So there's two problems that led to this situation. And both are related to the government and the institution in, in Lebanon, how it's based on corruption mm -hmm. and shit eating. Yeah. Yeah. Your friends just like, I don't know. Your story is very unique in the sense where you got convicted by the government and government, government before and after wasn't, isn't that great yet. It's very old, the rule system. I'm not defending the government, fuck the government. But I don't know, man. You're, do you have yeah. any love in your story? As in, your friend was one of them. The government is a big part of it, and the institution is another part. And the judge, so let's, let, let me, let me continue what happened with the judge. The judge, I go inside without a lawyer. My friend denies me. My friend, who said my name, in front of the judge, goes like, they hit me in Hbej, and they wanted him. I don't know why. They wanted me to say his name. This is what he said in front of the judge, Fadi Anaisi. This is the enemy number two. Fadi Anaisi goes like, didn't you, uh, didn't you say that he sold you drugs? He was like, they hit me. They hit me. I don't speak Arabic. And he's a Frenchie. He's from France. And he was talking French with the judge. And he's like, they hit me. I don't know. And I was scared. So I said his name. It was the funny thing. The most painful thing of the story is that that was one day before New Year's Eve. Either I go out on smoking charges or I stay and get convicted for dealing. And the judge goes like, you both are liars. Get out of my office. He denied me. And I said, I didn't do it. And he just sent me there to Rumi like nothing. I'm sure that he was in on it. He was... He wanted me to, 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 to go there. So, so my dad goes under pressure and pay, pay up. They asked my dad, we want 50K. Oh, they Did asked him for 50K. I'm like, dad, my, for, for me, I was 19. Like, I, I can't imagine it now, but like, I was like all of you guys, all the watchers, like seeing Rumi, like, what the fuck? Like, prison shit like this place you know like i'm, I'm an only child for my parents and uh, it, it was so hard on him and me i wanted to prove that i was innocent like my family thought i was dealing and i'm like dad don't pay like now after Habesh, i'm in Rumiye, i'm okay send send me half of the money send me 10k let me buy a room you can buy a room let me buy phones i bought three phones I rented two for $50 a week, $200 per month. And, and I, I was chill. And what I wanted, I'm like telling them, when I go to the judge, because my judge was Elena Skandar, which is now promoted head judge. Um, she, this judge is so great. And she, they all say in prison, like, she knows. Like, you speak, she knows if you lie and if you don't. And if you're innocent, she will let you out. But the problem in Lebanon... The judicial system takes time to go to go on, and like I had to wait. If if a person doesn't come, it gets postponed three months. There's a judi judi judicial uh, uh, vacation six months, 
So after a year and a half, when I got the chance to speak on court, and and the the fucking detectives that tortured me in Habesh swore on the Quran that he didn't hurt me or hit me. And thank God I still had a cigar burn. He burned me with a cigar on my leg, and I showed her. I'm like, I'm like, judge, your honor. He burned me. He's a fuck. I went crazy. I'm like, he's lying. He's he's am yahluf lying. Like, what is this? I showed her the burn, which still had a mark after a year. I'm like, he burned me. He tortured me. He's a fucking liar. And she knows. She she shook her head. Even even the other prisoners, like waiting their cases, they were like. Your Honor, we all know Habesh, they do this. This guy's a liar. Everybody, like, they know that the Lebanese system knows. And after I spoke, I was out of jail. She, she got me out, thank God. And they changed the system in Habesh. All the detectives got fired. You can't put anybody in jail for just talking. You need proof. They didn't have proof against me, nothing at all. So yeah, that's... Wow, I mean, I can't believe, why would someone go out of their way to torture? I mean, that's the one of the most horrific things. And you're innocent, and you're 19, you're a college student. And you know, it's like, yeah. these people, are yeah. they parents? Don't they have kids? And can they relate exactly. to what it's like to be a kid? And you can't just why, why go around they, torturing people. Why did, yeah. they, did they go catch the, the, the guys, the big dealers that are selling tons? Right. Those guys are allowed to sell, but if anyone's trying to consume, that's where they're trying to get you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Habesh is a fucking uh, uh, bureaucracy. It's a, it's a bureau to extortion, to get money from university students. It is known. Yeah. No, very true. They revoked your name from all the problems that you had to face. Hmm? You get your name revoked, as in, like, you never went to jail. You never, uh, you can get a license. Because if you went to jail, you don't go to, you get a license. Oh, it's not a license. It's called it's an awful. So now because, no, now because I did the two like, nine months in jail is like a year. So I did a year and a half, and I went out innocent. And the end. So now I, they give me, okay, we are sorry. You have two years, you can have credit. So if I do another crime, uh, I have a get out of jail free card, like the Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. No, so, so, <laughs> what is this? Yes, what so so they, they're pushing me to, to actually do something, you know? Yeah, they're pushing you to do something. They're like, please, you have two years. Yeah. It's like the purge, man. You yeah, get away yeah, do with something. Yeah, exactly. We are sorry for what happened. We Oof. are sorry for what happened. Um, Sade, I want to ask you a bit more about the prison guards that you dealt with. Uh, what kinds of prison guards were there? Were they all violent? And if you were in their spot, would you have acted any different? Which guards? The, in Habesh? Because I did 30 days in Habesh and a year and a half in Rumi prison. Mm -hmm. So in Rumi, there was no guards. Go for it. It was controlled by I ISIS. See. ISIS had a third floor. Yes, <laughs> if you. No guards came in the building. They have their uh, kingdom. And they controlled the, the prison. Bro, what the hell? What the yeah. hell? Yeah. 
Sure. They put university students there because it's more uh, safe than other blocks. Because there, like, you can't steal, you can't do fights, there's no drugs. You know, they get punished. If you curse God, talk for, they cut off your tongue. Yeah, it's strict. And the By government the way, I, I read, is supporting them. I read in your book that you mentioned that you got uh, stabbed. Was that in yeah. Block B? Yeah. Could you tell us more about that story? It's right here, still. Proud scars, battle scars. Uh, yeah, I was playing soccer, and uh, a fight happened while defending in the field in prison, yeah, in Block B. <laughs> and this nigga fucking knifed me, yeah. Because, like, I, I swore at his mom, I'm like, Kithemak while playing soccer, you know? <laughs> and, and like, and like I forgot where I was. I, I was enjoying the game. I was enjoying the game, the soccer, you know? I, I said, Kithemak, the way he looked at me, I just like, oh my, where the fuck am I? I'm in prison. I just swore at this guy's mom. I'm gonna die. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, he got kicked out of so the I building. Guess... So after the fight... <laughs> I guess that's one person you won't be playing darts with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's your highest score in darts? Since you, since you say you're uh, the king of darts. Darts? No. It's, I never said darts. I said uh, soccer. Football. No, I'm saying, uh, you. what's it called? You also like to play darts with your friends, didn't you? Oh, pool and darts. Yeah, it was pool and darts. Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. That's actually the last time I played darts. In the first chapter, yeah, that I was playing darts. I never played again. I never played again. <laughs> it was in Captain's Cabin on Hamra. Shout out to uh, Anthony, Ooh, the bartender. He's still there. Yeah, yeah that's what I got caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you, see, you see how on the wall there's all pictures of people uh, yeah you, you, I, I, I sh surely there's my picture you know like outside going like who wants the sackle <laughs> uh, man um, I want to ask you Sadi what's it you think you could have lasted longer in prison like were you getting used to it did you start to maybe like it a little bit if you were there for longer uh, how what would that have done to you? Uh, the first year and two months were okay because I had my phone and uh, I watched all movies. I, I was playing like a World of Warcraft game on my phone and uh, <laughs> show was cool. But on, on January 15, 2014, uh, for Anonymous reasons, I'll tell you the, the details inside the prisons after the story about what happened. I was on my phone at 5 a.m., okay? I was watching porn, I'm not going to lie. So, <laughs> and, yeah, 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 there's nothing to do, come on. Like, like I had a phone, I had PlayStation, I like, they, they had my dick in prison only, Hepsin Airy. Like, like we say it in the world. So, so at 5 a.m., I hear in the block, Allahu Akbar. 
I look outside the 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 the, the, the fucking window. I took a picture and I still have the picture to this day on my PC. It's in the book. I see all the 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 SWAT cars outside. SWAT cars and uh, what the fuck do they want? And it was a riot, you know. So like the person who's more experienced yeah. with me in the room told me it's gonna be like a routine checkup. So they. Uh, so we started hiding the phones. I hid my phone in the fucking meats inside the meat and the fridge. I thought there, it was a routine checkup. So after they go to the first floor, the door under was open. They go, the SWAT goes up to the first floor, take everybody out, put them in vans. Keep in mind, third floor is ISIS. And, and I had the interactions with them. And we asked, like, if this happens, what would you do? He said, we'll go, we'll give Rivotrin drugs to all the prisoners, and we started the biggest riot. They did not do nothing. Second floor, which where I was, with my room was, the building, the building was smoke, like a movie, like, you know, you see the flashlights outside, I peeked, it's all smoke. You put your hand in front of your face, you don't see it, because the mattresses were burning, everybody was burning mattresses, the first and the second floor. Outside, there's the fire department spraying water inside the, 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 the cells. The floor was wet. So, okay, they got us out. They came to our room. They were like, you're a terrorist? I was like, no, 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 drugs, drugs, drugs. You know, I was saying it was so proud, so proud, drugs. And then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... They, they, they cuffed my hands back with a plastic, okay? With a plastic behind my back. And uh, the plastic, you know, the plastic zip tie? Okay. The Ziploc thing. Yeah, yeah the Ziploc. It's, uh, it's like white, yeah. So, and I was wearing flip-flop and socks. So, and the floor was all water. They got us down the stairs and it's all riot gears people like on the stairs, you know, like hitting us while we went down. So I slipped, I slipped, the zip tie broke, I fell on my back. I don't know if you can see my finger, there's a slice here. You see it's cut from here. My finger split in half, it opened in half because of the zip tie oh. when I fell, slashed it. They were taking us to another building. Oh, we were in our boxers. They stripped, searched us and our boxers. They put us uh, kneeling on the floor. So we take us to another building. Why? We don't know why they took us. It never happened in the history of prison. So, so me, I have a problem with my knee. I can't kneel. So I was sitting cross-legged. Behind me, a puddle of water, blood from my finger. And then one of the riot police goes like, and I go like, I can't look at my finger, look at my finger. He's like, oh, let me see. And he hit me on it with the pistol. When, when I went to, to jail, like I had the ment mental uh, disassociation. Like I told you, I was like you and the watchers, how I portrayed Rumi. 
here, like, I had to create a lie, a fucking gangster persona inside to, to, to understand what was going on, at least. So everything went away that moment, and I fucking shattered. I shattered. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm an AUB student. I'm 19. What is this? What's going on? I'm, I'm not a terrorist. Why are you doing this? I lost it. I lost it. They put us in uh, a new cell. Another riot guy, he was more heartfelt and came to me and he was like, okay, I'm going to get you medical assistance. They put us, it's, it's, the story is on the news when they went on the block. For three days, for three days, my finger was out from the coldest cell. I was in my boxers asking for help. The only time the police came was to throw us food in a nylon bag like dogs. There's no forks, nothing, nothing, nothing. So that's, to answer your question, that was the hardest part of the whole experience. I could survive everything when I had my phone, but on those conditions, I gave up. I'm like, God, I know this is the test. I can't take it anymore. Khalas. This is so blasphemy. So... Three days, my finger was out of the, the room, the pus forming. Three days, my mom had no clue about what's going on with me. She just heard on the news that they entered the block. Uh, they said on the news because an explosion got triggered from inside. But inside information, scoop, scoop. They, they scoop. released prisoners, ISIS prisoners, and a trade-off for army, Lebanese army. I don't know if you remember when they had kidnapped armies from uh, Lebanese army, and they were yeah. like, we want prisoners from yeah. Rumye, and we'll give yeah. them back. They took them in buses, And if you right? don't give them they back, them in buses we're going to invade the, the prison. borders. So Ooh. I believe, and the prisoners all believe, that that, that, that was a trade-off. Because they put us in obscurity, uh, not, not terrorists, Shias and Christians, and they left them there to, and they didn't do anything then. They didn't join us in the riot. So that's, uh, that's what most think that happened. Mm -hmm. And that's not reported on the news. So this is, so this is a change of, the, of history, you know, of the way... This story is told, right? Because on the news, it seems like it's like a terrorist attack, <laughs> but um, but in real, but in reality, it wasn't. It was uh, an inside kind of attack. Yeah, bro. What do you think about the Matrix? Yeah, uh, self-explanatory. <laughs> self-explanatory. <laughs> um. So, do you, do you know about this side? Do you want to tell them about Sako and AUB? Uh, yeah, so Anna, I, Sade, I used to be in the AB as well, and I used to hear like the term Sako being used for like, ha, like ha, to get hash. Like, you know, we go, no let's, way. Jeep Sako. let's go get Sako. What year? What year was this? So I graduated 2020. So between 2015 wow. and 2020, get this one. Oh, no way. Wow, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is a bit. <laughs> I never crazy. Not gonna lie. Ah, uh, so, so, so I want to know. Um, you were telling us the story of 
how there was one kind riot guy who sent you to the med get medical attention for your finger, right? What makes yeah, him any? Yeah. What makes him different than the what? other ones? Because the other ones are brutalizing you versus this guy had some empathy. Do you know the help. Stockholm syndrome? The Stockholm syndrome. Every police officer in Lebanon suffers from that. Uh, that experiment where they put students, uh, they tell them uh, you become cops, and the, Stanford, the other the Stanford students. Stanford prison experiment. Stanford, Stanford prison that, experiment. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Abuse of power. This is why I had mm -hmm. issues with the police after that, because they, I saw the police on the street. They when they wear this uniform, they have this syndrome. They have the, they they have this uh, power, this authority that they can't do it anywhere else. They, they 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 feel empowered when they're in this uniform. Are you trying to refer to the point that maybe the the what's it called the police force in Lebanon are not up to standard in their education? Maybe <laughs> it's not just everybody. Everybody when you give him power. He, yeah. he he might tend to be a tyrant, you know, as much mm -hmm. as he claims to be good, good-hearted. When you have be power beyond uh, abnormal power, uh, power above everybody else, you tend to, 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 to be a tyrant. And if you're not a tyrant, the matrix yeah. will make you a tyrant. But what, let's, let's make it, uh, let's compare them to, for example, uh, Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs okay. are much more disciplined and well-trained, yeah, right, right. and they are much stronger than yeah, the police force. Right. Wait, wait, let me, let me finish this point. Let me finish this point. Let me finish this point. Paco, hold, hold, hold your point. Hold your point. Don't interrupt me. Paco, don't interrupt me! I said, you wait now! You wait! You wait! You wait! You wait! Carry the boats, man! Carry the boats! Just carry the boats. Someone's got to carry the boats. Right. Carry the no, let me say, Navy no. SEALs are much stronger than the police no, force, no. but because they are disciplined, they do not harm innocents, right? So yeah, maybe the police force... Learn. You're right, education plays a big part. You know, I, I'm yeah. sure they know about the Stockholm uh, or what, Stanford experiment. You know, they know mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah. the, the power, with great power comes great responsibility, you know? Exactly, Spider-Man Chapter 1. Uh, I'm going to tell you this I, listen very carefully I'm listening you, uh, you cannot compare uh, Lebanese uh, police no. cops to the military you can yeah. compare Lebanese force the, um, or the yeah. cops compared to the military in Lebanon that's the only way that would only make sense because okay. no, that doesn't make sense how does that make sense like, it really doesn't because Navy SEALs are made, are literally designed to be on on strict rules. Exactly. And that's that's, that's, okay. that's the same point. thing with the cops. Same thing with the cops. But yeah. here we have a problem. We have corruption. Yeah. We have exactly. a, we have I, a problem. I, just, it's not I think uh, I think no, the police no. force would be. Are, I don't think it has to do with training more than education, yeah. which was a, a valid point. Education is very important. Psychological mm -hmm. training, uh, the power right. thing. So, so no offense, but here the problem is in Lebanon. <laughs> the problem is in Lebanon is that nobody's held accountable for their mm -hmm. actions. That is true. Therefore, the judicial system, like Saudi, so 
I'm, I'm waiting to, to, for the, the government in Lebanon where I can sue the government for what happened to me. Not only did I lose my education, I was studying mechanical engineering. Not only did my father's health condition deteriorate and led to his death after my relief, thank God, I, after a month I got to see him. And then he passed away because what happened to me. Mm. It's not easy for a strong man, my dad was strong, to be used by his friends, his political applications. They used his son as a pawn to extort him. It wasn't easy for a man his age. And other than my year and a half of mental, uh, psychological issues, the pain, the suffering, the, 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 the ment again, the mental problems 